Welcome to the Owl's Nest, where we talk all things in entertainment and pop culture. And in this episode, I talk about the crossover event of the year with NCIS, albeit there is some sad news, The Last of Us, and what's going on in my mind, entertainment-wise. So, stay tuned. Hope you had yourself a good start to your 2023. I know I did. So, new year comes with everything. New shows, new season, new everything. A couple of things have grabbed my attention the most. And one, in a minute, uh, I will share with you. And hey, I'm a gamer for that, believe it or not. If you're an NCIS fan just like I am, and if you tuned into the crossover, I say congratulations to you. The three episode event that features NCIS, NCIS Hawaii, and NCIS Los Angeles became the most watched night on CBS, winning it also since last year's NCAA championship game. And according to TV Line, NCIS started a night with 7.7, Hawaii 7.2, and Los Angeles ending the night at 6.7. This is almost 8 million people watching the entire crossover nonstop. And for that, keep watching. Which, unfortunately, comes with some sad news. Apparently, NCIS Los Angeles, after 14 seasons, will end after this season. That's right. According to Deadline, the series finale will be set for May 14th and it has become one of the fifth longest running, or rather tied for the fifth longest running CBS primetime show behind Gunsmoke, Lassie, CSI, and Criminal Minds. The only difference between those four is that CSI and Criminal Minds have been revived or have sequel shows. I'm not so certain that there will be one anytime soon. So, I'd say to any NCIS fan watching Los Angeles, come on the wild ride as Sam, Callan, Deeks, or rather the Deeks, and Miss Bly, Admiral Kilbride, and others take you there 
and hope you can say goodbye to them when May 14th rolls around. Now, I love TV detectives, whether it's Mike Stone and Steve Keller, Columbo, Rick Hunter, and Dee Dee McCall. Everybody loves the TV detectives. So imagine my surprise that I actually had a chance to watch Poker Face, Peacock's brand new series. Starring Natasha Leone as Charlie Kale, an ex-card shop sharp turned cocktail waitress. Think of it as a version of The Fugitive and Lie to Me. And it pays homage to the TV detective, Ryan Johnson, who was the exec producer and the creator of Knives Out, as well as the director of the Star Wars the Last Jedi puts Charlie into a weekly case as she goes on the run from her own boss. Whether it's a drummer's murder, a suicide in Texas, or an undescribed body dumping in New Mexico. Charlie Kale uses her powers of perception to get the bad guy and leave before she's even noticed. And I must tell you, Natasha Leone is absolutely funny as Charlie as Charlie. And has a great cast too. Benjamin Bratt and Ron Perlman, plus guest stars Adrian Brody, Lil Rel Howry, Nick Nolte, Close of Any, just to name a few. So if you have Peacock, please watch this show. It's fun, it has a lot of twists and turns, and heck, even the Letterings of Poker Face has that Columbo feeling. So it's mainly not a whodunit, it's more like a how catch em. It's absolutely no secret that. I do watch a little bit of weekend sports every now and then. Could be some college basketball, college football. If I'm lucky, I can actually watch Premier League at the strangest times, six o'clock to be exact. And that includes on Mondays too. But imagine my surprise that LIB, this new golf league, has signed media rights to be shown via the CW. Yeah, I'll give you a minute to let that sink in. We're talking about the CW, you know. All-American, All-American Homecoming, Arrowverse. 
Riverdale, Nancy Drew. Remember that network? Yeah, it sounds completely unheard of. And mostly unheard of because Nielsen doesn't do weekend stuff because the CW doesn't have any ratings on Saturdays. So that's going to be something that's going to be from unfamiliar territory. But all of this makes me reminisce about some of the golf events that I've seen. Not just the major ones like the, um, the Masters, PGA Championship, British Open and the US Open, but other stuff in between. I remember two LGPA events that I've watched, well, mostly the final rounds, but I still watch them. Um, the Jamie Farr Classic and the Dinah Shore Classic. Even the Celebrity Golf Championships, just because, well, I want to get into the good laugh, but I also want to see who's going to be bogeying, who's going to be making an eagle. But then it also reminded me of something. A guy named Mike Lee who was a local pro in Texarkana. He mentioned something called A Wonderful World of Golf from Shell. And apparently back then, this is how you see it in black and white in film sections. When Shell's Wonderful World of Golf came into in a play in the 60s, it was all colored and they're golfing everywhere. Had lots of matches, had the legends like Lee Trevino, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, Sam Sneed. As a matter of fact, if you go on YouTube right now, you can see Sam Sneed versus Nicholas remastered in its entirety with a little bit of comments from Jack Nicholas, the Golden Bear himself. This is going to be an interesting route for the CW. Very interesting indeed. Hopefully, it may be things to come for the small network. Well, actually, I'm not calling it small, but you can catch my drift. Let's see. Pizza, check. Wings, check. Tiramisu. Why would I want to add? Oh, hey. <laughs> you kind of caught me at a really funny time. I'm just looking over the list of the menu that I'm going to have for the Super Bowl party, which is coming next Sunday. And it's Super Bowl week, so... It's going to be a good one. Two top teams, number one seeds in both the American and National Football Conference. Philadelphia representing the NFC, Kansas City, and Tyler, Texas, his own Patrick Mahomes for the AFC. 
But I am looking forward to the commercials and, of course, the halftime show with Rihanna being on there. Now, granted, I am not going to say that it's going to be a tough act to follow. Besides, a Super Bowl halftime show, whomever is performing, is a joy to watch. Well, almost. I can't believe I slept through all one. Uh, never mind, never mind. Ugh. Anyway, that being said, Super Bowl Sunday is almost here, and I might not be full, but I may have some fun, and I may watch some football. As fall football and the pro side have its waning days and going into spring, it's going to be a wild one. So, to both teams, I say good luck and may the best team win. Speaking of sports, the USFL will make its return again for its second season. <laughs> In April, the second season of the USFL, that which has successfully had its inaugural season, will not only have it in not one, not two, not three, but four hubs. Birmingham, Alabama, Memphis, Tennessee, Canton, Ohio, and Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, this is going to be something else. Well, I'm going to subject all things spring. And on the spring football front, I am ready to see the return of the XFL or XFL 2.0. The one that's owned by Danny Garcia and Dwayne The Rock Johnson will start in February. And that will include three, count them, three Texas teams, two that we know, the Houston Roughnecks and the Arlington Renegades, and a brand new team in San Antonio, which will now make its home in the Alamo Dome, the San Antonio Brahmas. Man. You know, as much as I would like to see spring football, I'm not exactly in a choosy type saying who's going to be the better league will it be the xfl or will it be the usfl i'm just glad that we've got spring football back in full session so i'm looking out for that well that is it for me time for me to get into the swing of things I got so many things, and I know you've got so many things planned for this month, if not for this year. So if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I like making it, find me on Spotify or wherever podcasts are being carried. And as always, I'm Derek Kennedy letting you know to stay safe and to stay entertained. Thank you.